because it's one thing knowing what your goal is, but if you don't know, okay, exactly what steps are going to help you and lead you and guide you to the end result, then it's like, okay, there's just so much space, so much gap in between there that there's a lot of room for confusion. That leaves a lot of room for fear to set in because it's so uncertain. Welcome back to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Victoria, your host, and this podcast was created to empower women to love themselves unconditionally, transform and heal their anxious mindsets, and discover their own inner bliss. Now, in today's episode, I want to dive into SMART goals. Now, you may be wondering, SMART goals? Who is this SMART goals? Who is this Hans? Well, don't you worry. I am going to explain what SMART goals are today if you have never heard of SMART goals and also why it's important to actually set your goals and not just wing it. And then I will move into some real life examples and really explain and show you the do's and the don'ts. So what you should be doing and what you should be avoiding. Okay, so... Let's get right into it. First, I want to explain the acronym for SMART. There is meaning behind SMART goals. S stands for specific, M measurable, A attainable, R relevant, and T time-based. So I'm going to dive into each one of those and explain it a little bit further into like what do they mean by any of those things. So specific. So imagine when you are trying to think of your goal, you want to be very narrow with it. If you were to hit and throw a dart, your target, you are throwing at a specific target, a specific area. You're aiming for the middle most of the time. So that is your aim. Where are you trying to aim? Because if it's way too broad, then there's just so much going on. It's going to be very, very confusing. And what SMART goals do is it really helps organize all of your thoughts, all of your ideas around this goal and helps you really step into a clear direction into making this goal achievable for yourself because you want to set yourself up for success. With the S, you want to be very specific. What exactly do you want? What do you envision for yourself for the future? And be as specific as possible. You want to really ask yourself, okay, what are the key important details? And get into the nitty gritties of it. This is kind of the fun part of it all because you get to really uh, visualize what you want and, and imagine what is possible for you. What what do I want for my life? What am I seeking? What do I want? What do I desire? What do I truly desire? 
sometimes we can get caught up in the, oh, I want more money or, oh, I want, I want to write a book. Okay. <laughs> but do you see that you can go a little bit further? You can go a little bit deeper. Okay. How much money do you want? Or, okay, you want to write a book. What kind of book do you want to write? Do you want to write a personal development book? Do you want to write a fictional book, a children's book? Like there's so many books. And if you just have this plan, okay, I'm going to write a book or I want a lot of money, then it's not very clear. You don't have a lot of clarity around that. And so what these specific steps do in creating the SMART goals is allows you to be very clear. It gives you a sense of direction so that you're not feeling like a bunch of wobblies, okay? Like you're not wobbling on the ground. You're setting a really clear foundation for yourself. These are some questions that you can ask yourself when you're really defining the specifics of your goal. First of all, what is the goal? What is the goal that you envision for your life? What is it? What is the goal? What are the details of the goal? So get this is where you get really, really specific with it. And don't worry, we are going to get into the examples a little bit later in the episode. But for now, these are just some questions and I'm explaining what SMART goals are. So really get into the specifics and the details. Every single, every single detail that you can think of, really, really write that down. Is there anyone involved? Are you the only person involved in this goal or is there another person? Maybe you are setting a goal for your partner and you to be going on more romantic dates on the weekends. So that would involve another person. That would involve your partner. Where is it going to happen? This is really getting into the, okay, okay, who, what, when, where, why, how? All of those questions you need to really ask yourself so that there's no room for excuses because you know exactly, you know exactly what you should be doing in order to achieve the goal. And this is sometimes a time where you can think of different resources that may be available to you to really help you achieve this, or even if you need accountability for this goal. If you maybe need a little friend mentor on the side, really cheering you on, your friend has a goal in mind as well that y'all can kind of go back and forth on. Like, okay, are you doing the things that you're saying you're going to be doing? Where are you in your pathway to this goal? What do you need to be doing now? What can you improve? So even setting a little action plan for yourself because it's one thing knowing what your goal is, but if you don't know, okay, exactly what steps are going to help you and lead you and guide you to the end result, then it's like, okay, there's just so much space, so much gap in between there that there's a lot of room for confusion. That leaves a lot of room for fear to set in because it's so uncertain but you have the control over your goals and you can make it so clear with so much planning and and detail into it that there like I said before there's no room for questions you just see clearly 
what needs to happen in order for you to get there. Now, sometimes you may not know every single step because if you've never achieved this goal before, maybe you just don't know the clearest path. But if you can research a bit, if this is the part where you can do a little bit of research and maybe even ask for some help on the side. And if you know somebody who has achieved this, maybe start asking them, hey, how did you get here? With the research part, this is where you can just Google search. Literally, Google is your friend here. You can literally say, okay, if you want to write a book, how do I write a book? And there are numerous blog posts, numerous internet websites out there that really they they will give you some guidance, some initial foundational steps, like the big key steps to make that happen. And if you have guidance, that's amazing. If you have support, amazing. But sometimes you can be your own guide. You can be your own supporter throughout it. And, you know, relying on yourself, really relying that you can accomplish this, you can achieve this. It just takes you being willing to do things that may be outside of your comfort zone out time comfort zone at times and being comfortable with being uncomfortable so once you have all of the specifics all of like the how how are you going to do this why are you going to do this what does it look like where is this going to take place all of the W questions, all of the all of the questions, you are just, you know, setting yourself up for success because all of these questions you've already ran through. Because beforehand, if you didn't have a set plan, if you didn't run through this little step-by-step guide, smart goals, you probably would have ran into a problem. Oh, okay, so I said I wanted to write a book, but then like weeks go by and I feel like I have no clear direction. I feel like... I am just thinking of ideas for this book, but I'm not actually writing any words down on the page. And do you see how if you have no direction, it can it can ultimately keep you at a place where you're not moving forward, whereas if you would have had a plan beforehand, you would have been miles ahead of where you are currently at. So it really is important to get clear on these things. So now let's move into the measurable. Measurable is kind of how what it sounds like. The word explains itself. How are you going to measure your goal? And you know, how will you measure your progress? How will you know, okay, where exactly am I at? How far have I come? And where do I need to be? Where do I need to get? And then ultimately, how will you know that the goal has been accomplished? Now we can add numbers into this when you're measuring things. You you do like numbers. So for writing a book, maybe you say, I want to write at least five pages a day in my computer. So that's how you measure it is, okay, checking off the list, how many pages have I written today? Or how many words have I written today? Now, for that example, with being more romantic with your partner, maybe you can measure it by, okay, I want to go on a date with my partner at least twice a month. And that's how you can measure it out that way. And also with things that are 
that you can't really measure, like your confidence. I want to be more confident in my public speaking skills. There's not really a way to set a number on that, but you can scale it. How confident am I right now in my public speaking skills? Okay, I would measure myself at like a three or a four. Okay, where do I want to be on that scale? And how how much time am I going to give myself to get to that other number? You can't really measure something that is not physical, right? It's a feeling, but you can scale your feelings. And with something like that, you can definitely do. You can get around it and put a scale on it. We have the specifics. So we have gotten really clear, found a direction. We discovered the how, what, who, what, when, where, why, what, la, la, <laughs> all of that good stuff. And then moving on to the measurable, we decided how we're going to measure our goal. Now the attainable. We want to just change the world right then and there. And, you know, we want to change the world today and tomorrow. But we can't do everything at once. We have to take it slow. I don't want to say that all dreams are not possible because they are. You can literally make anything happen for yourself. But be more realistic with the time frame. If you say that you want to write a book in a week, is that attainable? Can you do that? Do you have enough time to write a book? How long is the book going to be? Are you going to be writing 100 pages a day? Like, and then also with the partner, like what if you had um, your goal be, okay, I'm going to go on a date every single day. Well, does your partner have time for that? You have to consider both of y'all's needs and really consider y'all's time and y'all's time schedule. Is that going to be attainable? Is that going to be something that is real, that can really happen? And, you know, I say dream big. Of course, dream big. But... If the dream that you have currently is so broad, so big right now, it might be more attainable if you kind of break apart those steps. Because some sometimes our dreams may be so big, just, just kind of overwhelming almost. But if we learn to kind of break them apart, and what I'm talking about with breaking it down further is, okay... We talked about how a dream can be really big, right? But it's not just that's the only thing that you're working toward because there is so many minute steps that lead to that goal. So if you were to break apart just one and really taking those small steps and plugging them into the SMART goal system. So maybe instead of, oh, just writing your book within a year, within a year's time, you can be like, okay, I want to first get my outline started and, and set a goal for just your outline. So yes, really consider, is this going to be attainable for me in this season of my life and where I am at right now? Really take into consideration all of the factors and all of the priorities that you have. And then if if there is some doubt about that, that is when you can be like, okay, I need to see how I can make this attainable. Because if you truly want this for your life, yes, you can make a way to make it happen. 
what do you need to tweak? What do you need to maybe make more time for? Because if you're scrolling on your phone all of the time during your free time, and I was talking with my client like about this the other day, then where does that leave room for your goals? Where does that leave room for your dreams? Ultimately, you have the decision for what you have the you have the say for what goes on during your day. Ah, I just rhymed. Woohoo! That literally just came out like it was, I'm like Dr. Seuss or something. I don't know. You have the final say into what goes on during your day. I needed to say that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> because instead of maybe scrolling through your phone or binge watching Netflix, you can choose to sit down on your computer instead and write your book. So it can be attainable, but there may be some things that you have to sacrifice that you normally like to do in order to reach them. Yeah, really avoid setting such high standards as well that you, that you know that you're ultimately not going to end up making it happen because here's what happens. If you set something that really isn't attainable for you, then you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, this happens again and again and again. I guess I'm just not cut out for goal setting. But the problem is not with you. It's just with the goal itself. Is it is it way too just out there that there's just no clear direction for you and it ultimately is going to set you up for not getting to where you want to be and sometimes that can lead into a cycle of oh woe is me i can't do this and you know your mindset really does have a play in your goals because you know if you really want to make them work having that really unstoppable mindset is going to be what pushes you further towards that end result that you're looking for. Yes, really get clear and and consider, okay, can I do this in a week? Am I just wanting that fast track start? Am I giving myself a reasonable amount of time? How is my life going to look like if I set this quote unquote unrealistic standard for myself of I need to write 100 pages a day. What's going to change? Is my mental health going to suffer? Really take that into consideration. Often what you see on Instagram and on social media is, you know, the glamorous life, the houses and the travel. And yes, they are doing those things, but you don't see how they got there, right? It didn't happen overnight. It wasn't just a click of a button and there they were. A lot of the people who got where they are today, they worked hard for it. And and they set goals that they knew that they could achieve. Moving on to the R, stands for the relevant. Is this relevant? Is this goal going to do anything for your life? Like, does it have anything to do with your values and who you are as a person? If it's a goal for a specific aspect of your life, 
does it even pertain to that? Are you setting like a business goal, but then you're really trying to improve on your relationships? Like how does that match? So really I'll allow it to align with what you want and what you want for your life. Because ultimately, if it's just misaligned and disconnected, you're going to be like, okay, what's the point? Why am I even doing this? And when you start progressing into your goal and then you start wondering, okay, wait a minute, is this even what I want? Is this even important? Does this have any value? And then it's like, oh my gosh, did I waste all of this time just trying to prove something or just trying to get that external validation? Like it's, it's really going to be beneficial to look into this, to look into the relevancy of this goal and make sure that it's something that you truly, truly desire. And that's going to up level yourself and not just keep you stuck. You have the say in what you want for your goals, but most often we set goals to up-level ourselves and to really step into a whole a whole new way of being. Most of the goals that you set are going to benefit you and some of them will require you to get outside of your comfort zone, therefore expanding yourself and expanding your mind, expanding your soul, and yeah asking what is this for is this relevant do i really need this right now <laughs> like yeah too to think about is this relevant now sometimes we're in different seasons of our lives and quite frankly right now at that this point in my life if i set a goal that i wanted to have kids that wouldn't be a goal that I would set out for myself because that's clearly not aligning to where I am at right now and what I want my life, my lifestyle to look like because sometimes we set out goals and it shifts our lifestyle, right? Like me starting this podcast, I had to shift a bit because now instead of having a little bit of free time throughout my week, now I'm spending some time editing, I'm spending some time filming on the camera. Really visualize yourself achieving the goal and, and seeing what it does for your life. Is this the lifestyle that you're looking for? So many dusties. <laughs> Are you looking to blossom your love from within? and be your own best friend quiet the voice of your inner critic and really step into your self-love future vision well i have just created a 10-week self-love program that was made for you i have come so far in my self-love journey i started out as my own worst enemy my own bully and i really didn't like being me but now I can proudly say that I absolutely adore the person that I am. The love that was just waiting to bloom within me has now started to be a garden from within. And I just feel like a whole new different woman. A woman who accepts herself and shows her authenticity to the world. 
And if this is what you want, if you want to really embrace who you are completely and fully, I can definitely help you do that. And I can absolutely help you transform and grow that love from within. I will be that support system for you. I will guide you along the way. Just know that you are not alone. And so for this program, I have created a community around it. When you say yes, you will also gain access to a Facebook self-love community group where all of the women involved in the program will be there to support you too. You can choose to have one-on-one coaching sessions with me or you don't have to invest in the coaching. You can just buy the program itself. But I can promise you that the investment in coaching with me will be worth it because you will see the transformation more quickly. And when I am there to support you and coach you, if this interests you, please go ahead and DM me the word self-love on my Instagram at blissfully.bloom. So, and then the last one I'm going to mention is time-based. This is where we get into the end date. When do you see yourself achieving this? Is this this going to be a short-term goal, a long-term goal? Really, really set that deadline because that's when it becomes real for you. Your brain kind of stretches it out and says, okay, from this point on, I have this amount of time left. And it really leaves no room for procrastination if I want to get it done by that date. Really set that deadline. It'll be like a little contract for yourself, okay? I set it. It's on this date, April 2nd, 2022. And one thing that... It could be scary, too, to set a date because you're like, holy moly, OMG, it's really happening. I have a a date set in motion. (laughs) This is the part that I sometimes struggle with, is setting clear dates. (laughs) So some of these smart goal steps... Some of them you may have a bit more struggles with than others. For me in particular, it's the time-based because the perfectionist in me wants to perfect it beforehand. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just so much I can be doing. There's just so much I can be editing. But you, if you have that mindset of it, it can be better, it can be fixed... Like, yeah, there's a certain point where you can edit something and improving something, but if you just keep on improving and improving and trying to come to the state of perfection, you're ultimately not going to get to that state of perfection that you're looking for because you're always going to raise that standard, raise that bar, and you're going to be you're going to end up being disappointed and never actually finishing or completing your task. And also with the time-based one, you have to really consider, okay, for each little minute step, when should I be done? Even set a deadline for those little little bitty tasks. So that it's not like, okay, I have an end date and that's it. No, 
you're gonna have little mini minute deadlines in between that big deadline so that you are keeping track of your progress and you know exactly when you should be moving on to the next step to move you closer and closer and closer. And hey, it's all about the journey. Embrace the journey, love the journey, because that is where the lessons are, that is where the experience lies, and it's not all about that end result, right? But once you get to that end result, it's that proud feeling that you have within yourself. You can also feel proud of yourself before that, with the little minute steps that you accomplished. Make sure you set that deadline. Make sure you have a date. Is it this year? Is it gonna be this year? Is it gonna be next year? Is it gonna be the next five years? Whatever that may be, set it. And then, hey, if you have worked on your goal and you achieved it before the timeline, amazing, great. You don't have to finish it at that deadline. If you go before, that's amazing. And hey, if you get to that deadline mark, or say you wanted to write at least 300 pages of your book by the end of the year, but you're at like 295 and you need another day, hey, that is okay. It's giving yourself grace and realizing that you're human. Okay, because here's the thing. If you didn't set that deadline, you probably wouldn't have that motivation and that little burning drive within you to actually do the things. Because, hey, you may have not reached that 300 page mark, but oh my gosh, you've written 295 pages. And I can bet you if you didn't set that deadline, you probably would be exactly where you are today and probably only written like 125. So, Give yourself grace. Be proud of yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back because you deserve it. And continue forward. Like, really just... I'm literally, like, swallowing and inhaling dusties right now. I need to dust my apartment. (laughs) We are currently in the process of moving and there's just foxes everywhere. So yeah, the dusties are swarming. Let me go through the SMART again before I give some examples. Be specific. Be as specific as possible. Have an action plan for yourself. How are you going to get from point A to point B? And then what... No, actually, maybe say your your starting point is point A, and then your end point would be like point G. How are you going to get to point A, to B, to C, to C? Wait, how are you going to... This is like a tongue twister, y'all. How are you going to get to point A, to B, to C, to D, to E, to F, to G, right? All of those little minute steps, consider those. Consider the how, why, when, where, what, la, la, li, do, da. And is it measurable? How are you going to measure your progress throughout? If you need to tweak anything, if you need to improve anything, this is how you're going to figure it out because if you're not meeting your benchmark, then you need to uh, take a little step back, maybe reverse a little bit, pause and see what you need to do. What do you need to change or update a little bit? And then attainable, is this real life? Can this be in your reality? right? Are you not setting something way too big in a short amount of time? 
And is it relevant? Is it important to you now? Does this have anything to do with your values, who you are as a person? Is this going to improve any aspect of your life that you care about? And then time-based, set that deadline, set that date, and get to it. So I want to move on to some examples and really talk about the do's and the don'ts. So let's do something really basic. Let's say you have a goal and you want to exercise more. Okay, but if you were to be specific, is that specific enough? Because what does more mean, for instance? What, what does the more? And then what kind of exercise are you doing? What do you want to achieve out of exercising more? Do you want to feel more good in your body? Do you want to be able to lift stronger and heavier weights? And also I want to mention that I make sure to set SMART goals every single time with my clients and we run through the specifics of everything and really make sure that they have an action plan so that they're able to achieve their goals. Getting into the exercising, maybe, maybe, okay, instead of exercising, what I mean by that is I want to run. I want to start running more, okay? So you want to start running more. What is the more? Like, do you want to start running around your house? Do you want to start running around the block? Do you want to try to do a marathon? Like, what is it about running? And maybe you're like, okay, I want to be able to run a 5K marathon by the end of the year. Okay, and it's like, let's pretend it's January 2022. So, all right, that is a lot more specific. You see how we went from I want to exercise more to I want to run a 5K marathon. I want to be able to run without losing my breath in a 5K marathon by the end of the year. Like that is really specific. You want to run, first of all, you want to start running. You want to run a 5K and you want to not be able to like lose your breath as you run. So those are things that you can measure. All right, how are you going to do this? Well, I'm definitely going to have to start running more, right? If you've never ran a 5K before, you have to start training for this 5K. That might look like starting to have a daily exercise for yourself, daily runs or weekly runs, right? And then, okay, like, are you going to use a little tracker? Are you going to use a tracker watch? Like, what is this going to look like? Get really, really specific with it. And then like, what time are you going to run? Are you going to run at night, in the morning, in the evening? Like, what time? And really get specific on the time. All right, I want to start running at 5 p.m. And I'm going to wear my watch to track myself. I'm going to wear the watch so that I can start tracking how far I run and also track how long I can run without catching my breath. And every single time that you start running out of breath, you're going to like mark that down. Okay, here is that time after 10 minutes, I was out of breath. And then maybe the next day after 11 minutes, I was out of breath and see and that's how you can track and that's what the measurable is, but we're going to get into it. But yeah, really get into the nitty gritties of it. You know, what is that going to look like? 
Are you going to run in your pajamas? Are you going to run in your workout clothes? Really, really ask yourself all the questions so that you're not in the goal and you're starting it and you have a start date and then you're like, oh, well, I didn't even think about this and I don't have any workout gear and I don't even have a watch to track. So I can't even start my goal, right? You have come to the conclusion, you have answered all of the questions that that would ultimately may have stumbled you and became an obstacle. You already have it figured out. You're figuring it out, right? You're not figuring it out along the way and just winging it. You have a clear set direction, my friend. So measurable. This is kind of what we touched on a bit, but all right, how are you going to measure your progress so that you can ultimately end up running that 5K? And maybe this is, all right, I'm going to start running at least, at least 15 minutes a day at 5 p.m. And if I feel like I can go a bit more, then I will push my limits. But if at that mark, at 15 minutes, I am just like poofed, then I will not. If I do feel like I can continue running and just feel so in the flow of my running, then I'm going to keep running. With the measuring, you can actually keep a journal for yourself so that you can really track your progress. Maybe even make a little calendar or by your time. On this date... This is how far I got without being out of breath. And this is how far I ran. This is how long I ran. You can really track your progress and see how far you've come. And then attainable, right? Is it attainable to run a 5K in a year? I can't speak for you. I can only speak for myself, but I'd say that that would be pretty attainable for me. And hey... If you need to adjust that goal, if you feel like, oh my gosh, I think it's just, that is just way too much. Say you said you wanted to do a triathlon in a year and you're like, I need more time, then that's okay. You can give yourself more time. You still, in that training process, you still learned, you still grew stronger. It's not like your time was wasted because you still you still worked for it, right? You still grew, you still learned and discovered more about yourself throughout the process. And is it relevant, right? Is running a 5K relevant for your life? What is the meaning behind it? Is there any value in doing that? Maybe it's not just about running that 5K, Maybe it's about becoming stronger, feeling more confident in your own skin. Maybe that's the underlying reason why. Maybe your reason is, I want to run a 5K because my family always runs 5Ks and I really want to start being able to run with them. So that could be a deeper reason too if your family is one of your strong core values and you want to start making those strong relationships with them and being able to do that. Or maybe it's for your overall health. Maybe you just want to feel better in your body and feel like 
you are doing something good for it and giving back to the body that has your back and has always had your back. And then time-based. When exactly are you wanting to accomplish this goal of yours? And like we said, we said by the end of the year, but we can even get a little bit more specific than that. You can research when is those 5Ks. There's going to be dates probably near the end of the year. Maybe there's a New Year's run that you can do or a Christmas run, whatever that you want to do. And sign up for it. And that will be your your deadline, right? If you signed up for it, you are committed. You are driven. You, you are in it. You are literally, you're not dipping your pool. You're not dipping your toe in the water. You are fully submerged. You are in it. And so in order to really reach that goal of yours and be able to finish that 5k run, right? That's your goal is just to be able to finish. And I think a 5k run is like 2.5 miles. I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's three or maybe a little less, but you have to be able to train yourself and work your way up to running that long. Also for your goal of not expending your energy so much that you can't even breathe, right? And consistency will do that. So you are going to train and run at 5 p.m. every single day, starting with just 15 minutes and see how long you run for 15 minutes. And then every single day, the more that you become stronger, the more that your endurance just grows, then the longer that you can go for, the less out of breath you'll feel and the stronger that you'll become. And then you can increase that time as you go. And as I said before, make sure that you're writing down your time so that you know exactly how far you've come, maybe what you need to improve or tweak on. Maybe it's your shoes that are slowing you down. Maybe it's your technique. There's also a running technique that I've learned about. This guy, I came across him. I think Cooper and I were on our hike one day and he was... I don't know if they're like called the founder or something, but he basically ran this trail and he created it and he was in this running program and he said that heals up technique or something and he was older in the older range because he had such bad knees, he wasn't able to run as long distances as he used to and he said that he used to just make sure that his feet, whenever he ran, were showing to the other person. And, and then that created more of a stride in his step and he was able to run longer without less pain because he was putting less pressure on his feet that way. Yeah, crazy. So it could be your technique, you know, really dive into how you can improve so that you can make your dream a reality and make it come true. So yeah, I, th- I feel like this was a pretty hefty one. <laughs> hefty 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 but yes I hope that y'all learned something from this talk hopefully inspired you to set some smart goals for yourself as well if you have any comments suggestions or questions feel free to message me on my instagram or I usually have a poll that I have attached to each podcast episode so stay stay on the lookout for those because I love love having my podcast episodes being interactive and having that yeah just 
conversation going back and forth between my listeners. So I appreciate all of you who are listening and who have supported me on my journey. And if you have a chance, please screenshot this episode and post it onto your Instagram story. Make sure to tag me in it. That just like brings such joy into my heart seeing that. And also, if you have a chance, please leave a review and let me know how you are loving the podcast. I would really appreciate that. And yeah, that is it for this episode. I cannot wait for the next one. Bye.